Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, we get into episode four, preparing and training mentally. Coyote Thunderhawk goes into detail about the importance of training your mind to think the way you need it to. This and so much more in this episode of Inside the Raven's Eye. Thanks for listening and enjoy. All right, here we are, episode four of Survival Essentials, Preparing and Training. And on this one, we are hitting the mental aspect to this. And so yesterday was Christmas and, you know, mentally I was, I remember in the morning I was thinking, I was like, gosh, you know, because I was, you know, even driving or just in society, it there was a lot of the time where I saw people driving fast and it was just kind of frantic in a way. There was a lot of stress over such a beautiful holiday. It was like, (laughs) I kind of felt that stress level of, of others sometimes, not everyone, but a lot of people. And I, in the morning I, I asked spirit, I said, you know, during your ceremonies, did it ever feel like this stress or this, these traditions when you were setting things up and, I, I heard spirit tell me, well, it was through a good shaman or a good chief that they would know that something was wrong when that stress level came in. And it it resonated with me. I was just like, gosh, so they, they knew that something wasn't right when it was maybe a pipe ceremony or it was something whenever someone was frantic around, it knew that the energy wasn't right. And it made perfect sense to me where... You know, even for me, you know, it was so beautiful to be able to be alone yesterday. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I I, I didn't rush anything. I, I went out in the wilderness and I went up and hiked up on a mountain and I got to see like 10 antelope and they're all so beautiful and they're running across the mountain. And I remember I went up and I was like, hey, Spirit, I would love to, what they call matate, a grinding stone for clay making. I want to be more sometimes more authentic and I know that's and I got to pretty close to the top and I had to lift it up and it was so heavy to climb back down but I love that about it because I had to earn it that's what I felt like if you want one here's what it takes to bring it back to your teepee kind of a thing but for me that kind of roundhousing this to this mental aspect of preparing and training was really that of whenever you feel stressed or anxiety around holidays or any moment in your life, it was like, take a moment to stop and just realize that that doesn't, that's not, that's not the earth and spirit medicine way. If you ask me, it's don't feel stressed in those moments because it's taking away from the beauty that is supposed to be. It's the calmness, it's the peace, it's the love. It's who cares if if this is running late or something like it will come. Or thank you for reminding me to be more prepared. That's the biggest thing for me was like, okay, in these moments of stress for me, I, I thought about accountability as well. Accountability of saying, hey, you know what? It's okay. I I'm not going to allow this to make me feel stressed or anything, but it reminds me to be more prepared and give myself training. And I even thought about hand drill. I need to, if I want to be, 
prepared in my hand drill, I need to be more prepared of training myself to do so because I haven't. And if I can't get that hand drill, it's because I haven't trained myself properly getting back on that horse in a, in a way, giving my my myself some time to do some more training and be more prepared in that area. But that goes for every aspect of my life. So I'll hand it over to you. Heck yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, a way to get out and experience some antelope and, you know, kind of a, the contrast of two worlds. It's kind of what I heard when you're explaining people maybe feeling frantic. Maybe you can see that energy through the way they're driving like that. And yet the energy that it took to go up the mountain, the energy that was shared from the antelope to you, the experience to, you know, getting your matare and being able to bring something back that you can begin to to work, you know, we'll, we'll use that word work because you have to work it, you know, you have to make something into something. So when an artist sees, you know, something, you know, on that clay and they just keep working it, you know, so how many times now have you <laughs> done pottery and and how many you know, all of a sudden, I just remember the day you told me that you blew some stuff up in your oven. <laughs> yeah. And the oven jumped kind of off the ground a few inches, okay? Yep. And, uh, you know, just the, the lessons we get through our willingness to try new things, our willingness to live, our willingness to experience, our willingness to do something different than stay on the couch, kind of like what I was explaining in that last episode and physically, you know. So when we're thinking about preparing and training, and, you know, this is, again... You know, the number one component, the, the number one piece, I guess, you know, the number one focus, that's what I want to say. The number one focus to me in all of this with wilderness survival, with survival essentials, what does it take to live in raw wilderness where there isn't anyone of the humankind that you don't see, that you don't get to have communication with, but you get to have you know, the opportunity to see other things that maybe you don't normally see in your, your societal life, your city life, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And maybe getting other feelings and experiences that offer, kind of like what you're illustrating in your hike again, I want to bring that up. And, and being able to see the contrast, you know, both sides of the, the spectrum, if you will. And, and it doesn't just give us an opportunity to have perspective. It really gives us a chance to remember. And, you know, so when I'm thinking about this preparing a training and what it means to be prepared and train yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, it's an ongoing thing to me. And again, I've illustrated preparing a training for what? Preparing a training for what? I've illustrated that over and over. You're saying preparing a training for what? I want a family. I want a family. I want to be a dad. You know, so what is going on in our lives? All the experiences that we choose to have, the willingness or the unwillingness, unwillingness that we have to experience or not experience certain things that expedite us to new levels of learning, new levels of experiencing life. And when we can begin to beautify ourselves 
and our experiences, in other words, increase in levels of optimism. Having experiences that are more positive more often than experiences that are negative. Having the ability to see experiences that were in the past perceived as negative and turn those into positive. Being able to just see life as it is and not even put a label on it. See, these are stepping stones, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so this is uh, stepping stones in all of this of survival essentials. So physically was the first thing we talked about. Survival essentials, preparing and training, number one. Always be in a state of readiness physically. Fuel your body on the inside and on the outside. Why? Because that's basically, you know, your escape route, if you will. You know, that's basically your force field. That's your transportation, you know, escape route. Well, okay, when uh, if things went bad or you got to get out fast, you might run out and get in your car and get out of there, okay? So you want your car to be optimal. You want to make sure it's working well so that you can go to work the next day, so that you can have it ready to leave. And uh, if indeed there was an emergency and you needed to take a child to the uh, urgent care or something like that, okay, you want it to work. You want it to function. I've talked about the automobile before. So when you're thinking about escape route, you know, or when you're thinking about, you know, how am I going to execute what I have right now to get a result when I don't even know what I might be executing towards or what that result might be. So we find ourselves in unforeseen, unknown, unpredictable situations all the time. What I have found is that the more that I'm preparing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually on a daily basis, in other words, the more that I'm allowing myself to experience more and more and more the more I'm allowing myself to dig deeper and question more, not getting lost in the philosophical ways of life or trying to make meaning, but just in the absolute essence of making my experience more optimal. The more optimal I am, the more optimal I create, the more optimal I experience, the more optimal my nucleus is, not mm -hmm. just me, but my family. It is a better offering. When I am in complaint mode, then I'm bringing the energy levels down with the other people in my family. And so how does one get out of complaint mode? How does one begin to understand this next step mentally? Okay, Train your mind to think the way you need it to. Okay, mm. Mentally, folks, Okay, you've got to listen up here. I know how physically I talked about how you have to go in mentally and do things. Yes, you do. So why isn't mentally first? Well, because, you know, if you let mentally be first, you might get mind tweaked on all the things you're supposed to do. And when you actively engage your body in promising things and you're doing things like fueling your body on the inside and on the outside, you're doing something else. You're disciplining your mind in an unknown fashion. You're kind of creating habits without even realizing it when you're saying, I'm going to focus on my physical. I'm going to make myself stronger. I'm going to eat healthier foods. See, when you're saying that and you're focusing on your physical, you're really focusing on your mental. But what you're really doing, like I said, and I know this might sound like a lot, but you're habitualizing yourself so that you can get to the second place mentally to then understand that you can train your mind to think the way you need it to. You said, mm -hmm. okay, the time that I need to work out or go on a hike or do my basics is when I least feel like it. That's when you notice that you either lose momentum or gain momentum in that key pinnacle moment. Mm -hmm. Key pinnacle moment. 
There's a time and a place in your mind when you put something off. It is called procrastination. Procrastination will kill you. It will make you eliminate all promising futuristic events that can take you to higher levels of living if you let it. Mentally, train, train, okay? Physically, fuel, fuel, mentally, train. What's the aspect here? Preparing and training, preparing and training. So how do you get good at something? You do it over and over and over and over. And if you're good at something, take a look at your life right now. What are you good at? What are you good at, people? What are you good at doing in your life? That might be easier for some people to list off than others. Some people might not be feeling so good about themselves. And the reason is because they have not yet learned how to bridle, how to harness the power of the mind, how to activate yourself to a place of training your mind to think the way you need it to. Folks, you got to train your brain, train your brain. See, this is a place where you can, as Alan said in that other ap episode, capitalize, okay, capitalize upon the energy and not just the energy, the notion of even having more energy. I'm not feeling so good. I know in the past, you have to be able to look back. And you have to be able to say, I know in the past that when I felt this way, when I put my foot forward and I got up, okay, the dishes are overloaded. Well, it looks like it's too much to go in and do. Well, go in and start one freaking dish at a time, okay? When it looks like there's too much, when it feels like there's too much, you know, hey, who said it better? Tony Robbins, okay? He said, you know, break it down. Put it into chunks, okay? That was his language. You've got to chunk it. You've got to put it where it belongs so that you can begin to do that one thing at a time. You've got to start somewhere. All right. Mentally, train your mind to think the way you need it to. Why? Well, consider what you've been thinking throughout your entire life. Consider what you're experiencing right now in your life. Consider this. Do you complain about it? Do you blame people? Do you feel and speak negatively of yourself? Do you almost seek to bring others down in order for you to feel better? Do you really seek out to bring others down to help you feel better? Do you go around enlightening other people's lives when you should be enlightening your own? Do you give yourself out to the world over and over and over and never take time for yourself? See, there's a lot of categories where we are not balancing ourselves. It doesn't matter, okay? We're, we're, we're selling ourselves out. We're in a war here, people. We are in a war. And this war is not with your AK-47s, okay? This is with your mind because you have to get to understand something here. In order to get to your spirit, you have to believe that you have one. And your spirit is compromised right now. This is a spiritual war upon this planet right now. And in this spiritual war, 
There is a beseechment upon you to steal the very life force that you have left right out of you. And I'm here to put it back into you and ignite it, turn it into a flame. Darkness cannot comprehend the light. Ignite that flame within your brain. Get your thoughts going in the direction that you need them to. Make yourself do it. Make yourself do it. Nobody else can. I don't care how many classes you go to, how many therapists you go to, how many pills you take. doesn't matter what you do unless you do it yourself. You're selling out. You're selling out your soul. You're selling out your spirit unless you are dictating your own life through your mentality, your ability to train your brain to get the results you need to, then learning and how to get to the point when you can attach that brain, that mind to the divine mind, where you can access pure truth. Okay, then you can begin to feel differently, your emotions. Then you can begin to say, wow, this spirit is really the umbrella. And then you think, oh, well, maybe spirituality ought to be number one. Well, it is. But you can't get there unless you start understanding something about where your food comes from and connecting yourself to the earth physically. And you have to believe. You have to believe that you're worth something. You have to believe you're eternal. You have to know that there is something greater and more than. And the way to experience it is to go out and lay on the earth and look up. And then, you know what? Go ahead and go 24 hours without any food or water while you lay in one spot on that earth. Subject your body to your mind. See? Subject your mind to that spirit. Subject your spirit to that great all-knowing, the creator, God. This this vast universe, verse, 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 verse. Find yourself, because right now we're standing on a little speck in time. It's called Mother Earth. And we are in space. We are in motion and we are in time and we are spinning and spinning and spinning. And yet in your little micro world, you're spinning out of control perhaps. And it is time to look macro. It is time to think big. It is time to say to yourself, I am more than what I've been being and I will train my brain mentally. Train your mind to think the way you need it to. Okay, You need your brain to get you moving to the next step. You need it. Okay, I'll tell you what, I've seen more fear storms. I've seen so many people cower in the essence of the elements of Mother Earth. More than I have seen them cower in society to things that they fear, that they think are real. Yet when you're out there and those flash floods come, or when those cold temperatures come, when that time comes where you are not able to locate water for quite some time, and it begins to have a physical toll on you, you begin to understand your connection even more and more, and how valuable your precious life really is, folks. I, Bashanae, pray for everyone here. Now, Father, bless them all who are listening now with thy light, that beauty, that essence of power. Bashanae, feel that change your life. Blessings to all. There we have episode four of Survival Essentials, preparing and training mentally. Remember to take time every day 
to mentally take care of yourself. Like Hawk said in previous podcasts, if your fire goes out, there is no way of helping others create theirs. So keep the fire within bright and strong. Fuel it every day, and you'll see others create and grow as well. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to share this with your loved ones, family, and friends. Give us a rating and follow us so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening, and much love, and God bless.